Hello, I'm your host today, Tan Hunjun, from our Debt Capital Markets team, and you're listening to What's the Deal on JP Morgan's Making Sense podcast channel. In today's episode, we'll be discussing debt private placements and the growth JP Morgan is seeing in the marketplace. The growth in investors, as well as in the types of bespoke financings, have both helped to create a perfect storm to foster the growth of overall volumes year over year. To dive deeper into this topic, I'm excited to have with me Todd Ma, who is head of our debt private placement team here at JP Morgan. Todd, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Tan. Before we dive in, why don't you give us a quick summary of your background and role at JP Morgan? Sure. I started my career in asset-backed finance, where I structured mortgage-backed and asset-backed securities before I moved into debt private placements over 15 years ago. I've been at JP Morgan for seven years, where I'm responsible for running JP Morgan's global debt private placement platform. Our mandate is very broad in terms of the clients we help access the market. We assist domestic and international corporations in a variety of sectors like industrials, consumer, retail, healthcare, real estate, utilities, asset management, or oil and gas. In addition, we are active in the infrastructure and project finance space, including renewable projects, LNG facilities, pipelines, toll roads, among other social infrastructure projects. And we're also very active in sports, whether it is at the team level or league level. And this would also include stadium financings. Thank you, Todd. And as we discussed, today's episode is about debt private placements and the growth JP Morgan is seeing in the marketplace. Maybe we can start by letting our listeners know what exactly we mean by debt private placements. Debt private placements are bonds that are exempt from registration under the Securities Act. These securities are not a public offering and are sold exclusively to institutional investors. The majority of private placement investors are insurance companies or are asset managers who manage money on behalf of insurance company clients. A debt private placement is a natural fit for the insurance buyer base because the bulk of the issuers who utilize the market have investment-grade characteristics, and the deals include maintenance-based financial covenants. The secondary private market is relatively illiquid, so investment-grade characteristics coupled with financial covenants help investors become comfortable lending seven years or longer. What are some of the benefits and considerations an issuer should contemplate when researching the private placement market? Great question. A private placement offers issuers a lot of flexibility, including not needing to have a rating from a rating agency, the ability to raise multiple currencies in one transaction, deal sizes can range to as small as $100 million to several billion dollars, In addition, investors can delay fund proceeds, and in some instances, that delay can go beyond a year. This can be helpful in situations when our clients are using the private market to fund through construction. A delayed draw structure can help clients better manage interest rate expense during the construction period. Furthermore, the market can offer issuers off-the-run tenors like 6, 9, or 11 years to help an issuer better manage their maturity ladder, and deals can be structured as either a bullet maturity or an amortizing bond. We just touched upon the benefits. Can we dive deeper into the considerations? In terms of considerations, most private placements are done with maintenance-based financial covenants, which oftentimes mirror an issuer's credit facility to help streamline reporting requirements. Another consideration is that amendments to financial covenants can take longer to get approved versus a bank amendment process. Relationship banks can react quicker to these types of requests, given their more regular dialogue with issuers. 
versus private placement investors need time to refresh their credit memos and go through a credit committee process in order to agree to an amendment, which can take time, particularly when the new issue market is busy. That is helpful information for issuers to consider. Let's now turn our attention to the current market backdrop and some of the themes that you're seeing. Really, since the global financial crisis, the private market has continued to grow, not only by the number of investors and institutions who have started to invest in private placements, but the market has also seen a more diverse set of issuers utilize the market as well. The growth in investors, as well as in the types of bespoke financings, have both helped to create a perfect storm to foster the growth of overall volumes year over year. Furthermore, the buy-and-hold nature of the market means that private placement investors can better weather periods of market volatility because they would rather invest in stable companies with a longer-term investment horizon versus simply sitting in cash and waiting for the volatility to subside. This means, for example, during the global financial crisis, the peak of COVID, and even at the start of the Russia and Ukraine geopolitical conflict, the private market continued to price deals. Having a market that never closes and provides liquidity to companies even during periods of severe market volatility resonates with senior management teams. And all of these factors have helped to make the private placement market an attractive source of liquidity for a number of our clients. Given the attractiveness of debt private placements as a source of liquidity, what are some of the trends in supply that you're seeing today? Sure, the debt private placement market has priced 182 transactions for a total of $59.1 billion in supply year-to-date, in line with 2022 year-to-date supply of $58.6 billion. Non-U.S.-based issuers continue to take advantage of the debt private placement market as it has remained open through volatile market conditions, representing a combined 39% of supply year-to-date in 2023 across 18 countries. The U.K. has led non-U.S.-based issuance year-to-date, representing 10% of total supply, followed by Australia and New Zealand at 8%. Utilities, infrastructure, financials, and real estate remain the most active sectors, representing a combined 58% of total supply year-to-date. Todd, thank you so much for your time. It was very interesting hearing about the trends, benefits, and considerations of the debt private placement market. Thank you for having me. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We hope you join us again next time. Thanks for listening to Research Recap. If you've enjoyed this conversation, we hope you'll review, rate, and subscribe to JP Morgan's Making Sense to stay on top of the latest industry news and trends. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please read J.P. Morgan Research Reports related to its contents for more information, including important disclosures. Copyright 2023, J.P. Morgan Chase & Co., all rights reserved.